The Artemis When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. One mission management team met to review the overall status of the flight test and pulled Go for Orion to depart from its distant retrograde orbit where it has been since November 25th. Orion conducted a burn to depart the orbit at 3.53 p.m. Thursday, December 1st and began its trek back towards Earth. Mike Serafin, Artemis mission manager, said we are continuing to collect flight test data and buy down risk for crewed flight. We continue to learn how the system is performing, where our margins are, and how to operate and work with the vehicle as an integrated team. Day 15, Orion also performed a planned orbit maintenance burn to maintain the spacecraft's trajectory and decrease its velocity of its Thursday departure from a distant lunar orbit. And during the burn, Orion used six auxiliary thrusters on the European service module for around 95 seconds. So this burn was planned for about 17 seconds or less to begin with, and they bumped it up to 95 seconds. And this burn provided additional data to characterize the thrusters and also to check out the radiative heating of the spacecraft's solar array wings to help inform Orion's operational constraints going forward with the crew of the Artemis II mission. So let's back up for a second, and the Artemis II mission is going to be basically the same mission as the Artemis I mission. Artemis I was a Pathfinder mission for a crewed mission doing the same thing, going around the orbit of the moon and then coming back down to Earth in the Orion capsule. So this 95-second burn is something that they can gather data from just in case the Artemis II mission needs to use a long-duration burn while in space. And Orion's European-built service module provided the propulsion capabilities to adjust the spacecraft in space via 33 engines of various types, and it serves as Orion's powerhouse. And it supplies the Orion capsule with electricity, thermal control, air and water for future crews of Artemis II, Artemis III, and beyond in addition to the propulsion that it served for this mission. So Artemis 1 is the first time that NASA is using a European-built system as a critical element to power an American spacecraft provided by the European Space Agency and its partner, Airbus Defense and Space. This service module extended NASA's international cooperation for the International Space Station into deep space exploration with the Orion and the Artemis 1 mission. And the Artemis 1 missions all together, there are numerous countries involved. And to extend its relations of the international partners of the Artemis program, says Gateway is a multi-purposed outpost that will be orbiting the moon 
for the Artemis missions. It's in development to orbit the moon that will provide essential support for long-term lunar exploration, and it includes contributions from the Canadian Space Agency, ESA, and JAXA, the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency. NASA has more than 600 active international agreements with different organizations and space agencies. And through all of these organizations, NASA will be bringing people back to the surface of the moon using an Orion capsule, an SLS rocket, and the Starship Prior to the European service modules burn, there's a total of 5,681 pounds of propellant and have been used in 203 pounds less than expected before the launch. So that's about 2,004 pounds of margin for this mission. Now that gives a good margin for the people in the Artemis II and Artemis III programs because there's a little bit of play there. It doesn't have to be exactly perfect when they do the future missions. If you could take a second and hit the like and subscribe button, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's going to help you out more than it's going to help me out, though, because this is going to show YouTube that you like spaceflight content. They're going to start recommending you more NASA, SpaceX, and stuff from other creators that are into the same things that you're into. So please hit like and subscribe. I appreciate it. Now let's get back to the content. Orion has traveled over 250,000 miles from Earth and around 50,000 miles from the moon, going about 2,052 miles per hour. It's going to reach maximum speeds of around 2,500 miles an hour when it's coming back down to the Earth. And during its trip back down to Earth, it's going to skip off the atmosphere of the Earth, plunge back in, and eventually it'll get down to the Pacific Ocean off the coast of San Diego, at about speeds of 15 miles per hour. So let's touch on the Lunar Starship variant at this point. People get confused about this and what the Lunar Starship is all about. So we have this SLS rocket, right? That's the rocket that carries the Orion spacecraft to the lunar orbit, okay? And then we have the Gateway Module, which is basically a space station that orbits around the moon. And then we have the Starship, which is a 150-foot-tall rocket that will be the lander for the Artemis missions. Artemis three people will be in a Starship when they land on the surface of the moon. So the Orion spacecraft, after it detaches from the SLS rocket, will dock with the Gateway. And already at the Gateway, there will be a Starship to dock with it. And the people will go from the Orion capsule into the Gateway, and then prepare to go to the surface of the moon. They'll go from the gateway into the starship, and then they will detach from the gateway and leave the lunar orbit and go down to the surface of the moon. This is the easiest way that I can think about this. So say if you have to go from one side of the country to the other side of the country. Say if you go from New York to Los Angeles, you're going to take a bus, right? So say if you just take a Greyhound bus, right? The Greyhound bus from New York to LA, super efficient. You just sit there for a couple days, whatever. That's cool. And then when you get to LA, maybe you have to go to Santa Monica, you know, a couple, you know, it's like 10, 15 miles away from Midtown LA, right? So you hop off the Greyhound bus, which is the Orion, and then you jump in an Uber from LA to Santa Monica, real quick trip from the lunar outpost down to the surface of the moon. That's what the Starship is all about. And then it waits for you, kind of like an Uber. You got some stuff to do. You get back into your Uber, and then you go back to 
Midtown LA, and then you take the trip back to New York. Say if you're only going there for a few days or something for your trip, or you could, you know, say the same thing about a flight from New York to LA, and then you take a bus from the Midtown of LA to Santa Monica, if you will. But something along those lines, people kind of conflate Starship into this thing that's a huge, huge launch and recovery and landing and then come back down to Earth and all that stuff. But at this point, it's kind of just an Uber from the lunar outpost down to the surface of the moon and back up until you can get back to either the Greyhound bus station or the airport to go back to New York. I hope that clears some stuff up for people that weren't really sure about what the Starship is all about at this point. We can get into more Lunar Starship coverage and more Lunar Starship discussion in a later episode. Hey, let me know in the comments what you think about the Orion capsule and if you think the Artemis program is good or not. Uh, there's debate going on whether this is a worthwhile program. I want to know what you think in the comments below. Also, let me know what you think of the Lunar Starship. Is it? Do you think my analogy is pretty correct? Except for maybe the bus thing, because that might take a little while. But... I want to know what you think. Please, if you have a second to hit the subscribe button because it really does help out the channel a bunch, but it helps you out even more because you'll get stuff in your feed from NASA, SpaceX, and other spaceflight creators, not just myself. It helps me out a little bit, but it's going to help you out even more because you're going to get way more content about the things that you love. So thanks so much for watching. I appreciate your time. Take care of yourself and each other, and I'll see you next time on the Space News Pod.